0: Chapter 8 of France and England in North America, Part 3 La Salle, Discovery of the Great West. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio, InterfaceAudio.com. La Salle, Discovery of the Great West. By Francis Parkman Jr. Chapter 8, Sixteen seventy seven to sixteen seventy eight. The grand enterprise. La Salle at Fort Frontenac. La Salle at court. His memorial. Approval of the king. Money and means. Henri de Tonty. Return to Canada. If, writes a friend of La Salle, he had preferred gain to glory, he had only to stay at his fort. Where he was making more than 25,000 livres a year he loved solitude and he loved power and at Fort Frontenac he had both so far as each consisted with the other the nearest settlement was a week's journey distant and he was master of all around him he had spared no pains to fulfill the conditions on which his wilderness seigniory had been granted and within two years He had demolished the original wooden fort replacing it by another much larger enclosed on the land side by ramparts and bastions of stone and on the water side by palisades it contained a range of barracks of squared timber a guard house a lodging for officers a forge a well a mill and a bakery nine small cannon were mounted on the walls two officers and a surgeon with ten or twelve soldiers made up the garrison and three or four times that number of masons labourers and canoe-men were at one time maintained at the place along the shore south of the fort was a small village of french families to whom la salle had granted farms and farther on a village of iroquois whom he had persuaded to settle here near these villages were the house and chapel of two Recollet friars Luc Bisset and louise hennepin more than a hundred french acres of land had been cleared of wood and planted in part with crops while cattle fowls and swine had been brought up from montreal four vessels from twenty five to forty tons had been built for the lake and the river but canoes served best for ordinary uses and la salle's followers became so skilled in managing them that they were reputed the best canoemen in america feudal lord of the forests around him commander of a garrison raised and paid by himself founder of the mission and patron of the church he reigned the autocrat of his lonely little empire it was not solely or chiefly for commercial gain that la salle had established fort frontenac he regarded it as a first step towards greater things and now at length his plans were ripe and his time was come in the autumn of sixteen seventy seven he left the fort in charge of his lieutenant descended the st lawrence to quebec and sailed for france he had the patronage of frontenac and the help of strong friends in paris it is said as we have seen already that his enemies denounced him in advance as a madman But a memorial of his which his friends laid before the minister colbert found a favorable hearing in it he set forth his plans or a portion of them he first recounted briefly the discoveries he had made and then described the country he had seen south and west of the great lakes it is nearly all so beautiful and fertile so free from forests and so full of meadows brooks and rivers so abounding in fish game and venison That one can find there in plenty and with little trouble all that is needful for the support of flourishing colonies the soil will produce everything that is raised in france flocks and herds can be left out at pasture all winter and there are even native wild cattle which instead of hair have a fine wool that may answer for making cloth and hats their hides are better than those of france as appears by the sample which Sieur de la salle has brought with him hemp and cotton grow here naturally and may be manufactured with good results so there can be no doubt that colonies planted here would become very prosperous they would be increased by a great number of western indians who are in the main of a tractable and social disposition and as they have the use neither of our weapons nor of our goods and are not in intercourse with other europeans they will readily adapt themselves to us and imitate our way of life as soon as they taste the advantages of our friendship and of the commodities we bring them insomuch that these countries will infallibly furnish within a few years a great many new subjects to the church and the king it was the knowledge of these things joined to the poverty of canada its dense forests its barren soil its harsh climate and the snow that covers the ground for half the year that led the sieur de la salle to undertake the planting of colonies in these beautiful countries of the west then he recounts the difficulties of the attempt the vast distances the rapids and cataracts that obstruct the way the cost of men provisions and munitions the danger from the iroquois and the rivalry of the english who covet the western country and would gladly seize it for themselves but this last reason says the memorial only animates the sieur de la salle the more and impels him to anticipate them by the promptness of his action he declares that it was for this that he had asked for the grant of fort frontenac and he describes what he had done at that post in order to make it a secure basis for his enterprise he says that he has now overcome the chief difficulties in his way and that he is ready to plant a new colony at the outlet of lake erie Of which the english if not prevented might easily take possession towards the accomplishment of his plans he asks the confirmation of his title to fort frontenac and the permission to establish at his own cost two other posts with seigneurial rights over all the lands which he may discover and colonize within twenty years and the government of all the country in question on his part he proposes to renounce all share in the trade carried on between the tribes of the upper lakes and the people of canada la salle seems to have had an interview with the minister in which the proposals of his memorial were somewhat modified Louis, by the grace of god king of france and navarre to our dear and well-beloved robert cavalier Sieur de la salle greeting we have received with favour the very humble petition made us in your name to permit you to labor at the discovery of the western parts of new france and we have the more willingly entertained this proposal since we have nothing more at heart than the exploration of this country through which to all appearance a way may be found to mexico for this and other causes thereunto moving us we permit you by these presents signed with our hand to labor at the discovery of the western parts of our aforesaid country of new france and for the execution of this enterprise to build forts at such places as you may think necessary and enjoy possession thereof under the same clauses and conditions as of fort frontenac conformably to our letters patent of may thirteenth sixteen seventy five which so far as needful we confirm by these presents and it is our will that they may be executed according to their form and tenor on condition nevertheless that you finish this enterprise within five years, failing which these presents shall be void and of no effect. That you carry on no trade with the savages called Ottawas or with other tribes who bring their peltries to Montreal, and that you do the whole at your own cost and that of your associates to whom we have granted the sole right of trade in buffalo hides. And we direct the sieur Count Frontenac our Governor and Lieutenant-General, and also Du Canal, Intendant of Justice, Police, and Finance, and the officers of the Supreme Council of the aforesaid country, to see the execution of these presents, for such is our pleasure, given at St. Germain-en-Laye, this twelfth day of May, 1678, and of our reign the thirty-fifth year. This patent grants both more and less than the memorial had asked, it authorizes la salle to build and own not two forts only but as many as he may see fit provided that he do so within five years and it gives him besides the monopoly of buffalo hides for which at first he had not petitioned nothing is said of colonies to discover the country secure it by forts and find if possible a way to mexico are the only objects set forth for louis xiv always discountenanced settlement in the west partly as tending to deplete canada and partly as removing his subjects too far from his paternal control it was but the year before that he refused to louis jolier the permission to plant a trading station in the valley of the mississippi la salle however still held to his plan of a commercial and industrial colony and in connection with it to another purpose Of which his memorial made no mention. This was the building of a vessel on some branch of the Mississippi in order to sail down that river to its mouth and open a route to commerce through the Gulf of Mexico. It is evident that this design was already formed, for he had no sooner received his patent than he engaged ship carpenters and procured iron cordage and anchors, not for one vessel, but for two. What he now most needed was money and having none of his own he set himself to raising it from others a notary named simonet lent him four thousand livres an advocate named raoul twenty four thousand and one dumont six thousand his cousin francois play a merchant of rue saint martin lent him about eleven thousand at the interest of forty per cent and when he returned to canada frontenac found means to procure him another loan of about fourteen thousand secured by the mortgage of fort frontenac but his chief helpers were his family who became sharers in his undertaking his brothers and relations says a memorial afterwards addressed by them to the king spared nothing to enable him to respond worthily to the royal goodness and the document adds that before his allotted five years were ended his discoveries had cost them more than five hundred thousand livres francs. La Salle himself believed and made others believe that there was more profit than risk in his schemes. Lodged rather obscurely in Rue de la Troncherie and of a nature reserved and shy, he nevertheless found countenance and support from personages no less exalted than Colbert, Signolé, and the Prince de Conti. Others too, in stations less conspicuous, warmly espoused his cause. "'and none more so than the learned Abbé Ranadeau, "'who helped him with tongue and pen, "'and seems to have been instrumental in introducing to him "'a man who afterwards proved invaluable. "'This was Henri de Tonti, an Italian officer, "'a protege of the Prince de Conti, "'who sent him to La Salle as a person suited to his purposes. "'Tonti had but one hand, "'the other having been blown off by grenade in the Sicilian wars.' his father who had been governor of gaeta but who had come to france in consequence of political disturbances in naples had earned no small reputation as a financier and had invented the form of life insurance still called the tontine la salle learned to know his new lieutenant on the voyage across the atlantic and soon after reaching canada he wrote of him to his patron in the following terms his honourable character and his amiable disposition were well known to you but perhaps you would not have thought him capable of doing things for which a strong constitution an acquaintance with the country and the use of both hands seemed absolutely necessary nevertheless his energy and address make him equal to anything and now at a season when everybody is in fear of the ice he is setting out to begin a new fort two hundred leagues from this place and to which i have taken the liberty to give the name of fort conti it is situated near that great cataract more than a hundred and twenty toises in height by which the lakes of higher elevation precipitate themselves into lake frontenac ontario from there one goes by water five hundred leagues to the place where fort dauphin is to be begun from which it only remains to descend the great river of the bay of st to reach the gulf of mexico besides tonty la salle found in france another ally lamotte de lucire to whom he offered a share in the enterprise and who joined him at rochelle the place of embarkation here vexatious delays occurred Bellanzani, director of trade who had formerly taken lessons in rascality in the service of cardinal mazarin abused his official position to throw obstacles in the way of La Salle, in order to extort money from him, and he extorted, in fact, a considerable sum, which his victim afterwards reclaimed. It was not till the 14th of July that La Salle, with Tonti, Lamotte, and 30 men, set sail for Canada, and two months more elapsed before he reached Quebec. Here, to increase his resources and strengthen his position, he seems to have made a league with the several Canadian merchants, some of whom had before been his enemies and were to be so again. Here, too, he found Father Louise Hennepin, who had come down from Fort Frontenac to meet him. End of section eight. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio. Interface audio.